0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelly Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions discuss astrology and take callers questions if you would like to call in and get a reading you can call 347-994-3365 call in early as the lines fill up Welcome to the October, oh my gosh, 29th, 2019 edition of the Astro Energy Astrology Show. My name is Shelly Overton, and I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. I am kind of coming from a different area today. I'm still in Orlando, but instead of my own usual computer, I am at my father's computer. So um, pardon me if it's a little bit different and you aren't necessarily uh, getting the same Uh, files that I can easily call up, but I will be able to do your chart. I'm just going to do them on the internet. So today we are going to talk about Scorpio, of course, because Mercury retrogrades in Scorpio this week. We have so many planets in Scorpio, and um, we've got some other planets in a couple different signs, but not too many. I mean, almost half are in Scorpio today, so I'll just dive right in and we can talk about what's going on with the weather and then we'll talk about what's going on with Scorpio. So the sun is at 5 degrees Scorpio and he just got in there. We've got the moon at 25 degrees Scorpio and Venus is also at 25 degrees Scorpio. So that means that they are conjunct. That is an aspect where there is 0 to 8 degrees of orb distance between the planets. And so Uh, They're only minutes away from each other. They're about seven minutes away from a conjunction right now. And I'll just look at my ephemeris. I'll tell you exactly when. So they will join exactly at 1114, which is in, what, 13 minutes? (laughs) So we'll get that wonderful energy during the podcast. So what does that mean? Uh, Mercury is... Actually, not Mercury. Mercury is also at 27 Scorpio, by the way. So the moon will touch Mercury, but not until this afternoon. And that happens at 1:40, or excuse me, 1:34 p.m. So the sun is our ego. And that means that we are feeling super sensitive to the energy around um, connection and value of other people. And are we feeling valued? We've got the moon at late degree Scorpio. So a new. Sun in five degrees means it's an initiating uh, energy or it's just understanding the energy of Scorpio. It's new to it, so to speak. Of course, it happens every year, but at the beginning degrees, it means that there's some uh, connection to the ego. Hang on one second. Anyway, um, having the energy of the moon is the feminine energy, the receptive mother energy, and the sun is ego and masculine, uh, more overarching leadership energy. The moon is more connectiveness and cooperation to the household and domesticity, things like that. But the energy of Scorpio is what is the value of it? Are we valuing what's going on around the home? Do we have uh, differing energy around what is good here and what's not good so that we can decide Scorpio is a very strong, decisive energy. It is um, pretty intense. It's very passionate and whatever it sets its mind on or the intention, it is very clear about whether or not something is valuable. It is a psychological energy. It delves deep into the psychology of the situation. So having four planets in Scorpio means that, and they're all interpersonal, which means they are cooperating with localized energy or family friendships, um, you know, parents and children and anyone who's close to you in your life, this energy is going to be more pronounced. So having a moon Scorpio at late degrees means we're wrapping up a story that has been emotional and Uh, Venus is at 25 conjunct the moon today, so that's mothers and daughters, and I will tell you personally, that's definitely been the case for me this morning. Uh, My daughter is leaving today, and so there's a really strong emotional bond and connection going on with her, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a bit sensitive to that right now. And then we have Mercury at 27 degrees just past those two planets, but they're all fairly close They're close enough to really influence each other. So Mercury is communications. Uh, Late degree Scorpio means that at times we will feel overwhelmed with emotion to not be able to really um, express how we truly feel. Remember that even though Scorpio is emotional and intense and passionate, they don't always easily express those emotions in words because it can be... Sensitive and um, overwhelming. And that's part of the reason a Scorpio energy can hide their emotions and feel a little bit more cut off from people or more um, like I, they, the word I'm coming up with is excise. They excise what is uncomfortable from the, for them from their life. So they can be cutting. And they can let go of things very rapidly, um, appearingly very rapidly. But in truth, Scorpios really ruminate a very long time about what to do. Even though they're decisive, when it's something that they are very strongly emotionally connected to, they will not let go of it easily. They will go to the ends of the earth to try and make it work. They're very tenacious. Remember, the opposite sign is Taurus. And so, Um, That dynamic, that stubbornness is infused within the Scorpio as well. Uh, Pluto is a a very powerful planet that can change worlds and change lives. And so having these interpersonal planets all in the same area of the sky, really talking to each other and uh, really kind of kibitzing, they're all having this deep conversation with each other about what to do, where should we go, what are we going to do with this relationship, or how to best deal with the troubleshooting of a situation. So that energy is coming into our lives right now. Um, Mercury is about to go retrograde. He's three degrees away from a retrograde, actually two degrees, because he doesn't get into zero degrees of Sagittarius. He retrogrades at 29 degrees Scorpio. And that means that he gets to the bitter end of the story and then has a, a brief change of mind and a change of heart when he goes retrograde. So, But it, I shouldn't even say change of heart. It's, it is heart because it's a very emotional sign, but Mercury is very mental. And so what happens is when Mercury is in Scorpio, the emotion of Scorpio gets processed through the mind and not necessarily the heart. Um, the benefit of this particular energy is that virgo excuse me i don't know why i said virgo venus is in scorpio and so is the moon and the sun and they are much more in tune with the heart and the heart energy and so as mercury has moved forward all these other planets i believe he crossed those planets in libra so he really has blazed a trail in scorpio which means that the energy we feel um of Scorpio that we are processing mentally, you know, like the psychology of something, the uh, mystery surrounding something. That's all been like, okay, if I process this in my mind, I'll get to the bottom of it. When he goes retrograde, he runs smack dab into Venus, which is the heart. And that means that he's going back and remembering what it felt like to be committed, to be emotionally blended with someone else. And then he hits the moon Um, at actually at the time Mercury goes retrograde, the moon will probably already have crossed him because it goes into Sagittarius later today. So those two will meet up, like I said, this afternoon, um, 1 34 PM. So the moon is a really significant energy here because the moon again, represents home, family, and mother and nurturing goes over Venus, connects to Venus, then talks to Mercury and says, you know, take care of my daughter, take care of my love. And then goes on into Sagittarius and moves on out. And then Mercury goes back and talks to Venus and says, You know, what just happened here? You know, what what are you feeling? Are you okay? And uh, wants to know what the emotion is and the desire of Venus and what Venus has gleaned from her time in Scorpio. And so Mercury will be going back over emotions, going back over desires. And really trying to get right and figure out what the best tack is to go forward when he goes forward November 21st. So during that time, uh, Mars is in Libra, and we've got a conjunction approaching of Saturn and Pluto. And, of course, Pluto rules Scorpio, so there is this strong energy of getting the final moments, uh, the finality in the next, and I know it's a long time, but it is the last degree. So the last 10 degrees of Capricorn are about finishing off the story um, desire, love, money, uh, material goods, that's all the Taurus decan of that sign. So in the last 10 degrees, which is between now and 2020, late 2023 into 2024, that story is going to be about desires, about beauty, about aesthetics, about a deep shift in understanding how love works and how the structure of love works as we are culminating the old story. And then we're getting ready for that energy to shift next year and again in late 2023 to the Aquarian energy. But currently Saturn and Pluto are in positive aspect to Mercury and Venus and the moon today. And so that means that the story revolves around what roots are happening, how are we structuring things, what is the authority, what is the overarching system and tradition that we've been understanding around love, around emotion, and the psychology of what we're doing and where we're heading. So because these two signs are so closely linked right now, again, Scorpio's ruler is Pluto, Pluto's in Capricorn, and they're in positive aspect to Venus, the moon, and Mercury right now. So it is about a personal connection to someone, and what is the structure? Is it something that we're going to go forward with? Is it something we're ending? And chances are there's a combination of both. It's not just beginnings or endings, but um, every ending is another another beginning so um, that's really the dynamic we're going to see strongly today and so we're really focused on this deep emotionalism as these interpersonal planets wrap up their time in Scorpio and we've got Saturn and Pluto conjunct and so obviously Saturn is at uh, mid-range of Capricorn so when Mercury goes retrograde He does stay in positive aspect to Saturn. And so not only is his story around Venus, the moon, and the sun, but it's also going to be a communication with um, Pluto and then Saturn. And we're going to really dig deep into our understanding, our mental awareness, our ability to communicate deep emotion. In the next three weeks, we are really having to go back over and, out of all the signs of the Zodiac, definitely Scorpio can be the sign that really wants to understand and have a conclusion about what went wrong and how it can be fixed and always tries to fix whatever the problem is. Uh, Scorpio is most definitely the sign of the fixer and the person in the Zodiac that looks for a solution and trouble fixes, so to speak. So that's really the strong energy we have right now. And of course, Capricorn is all about structuring and organizing things. And so having Pluto and Capricorn really does want to understand the organization of something and, and as situation we're in and why it's organized the way it is. But Pluto is also a major life shift energy. It is the planet that will, throw us off in a new direction that we will never go back to the old direction. Um, Having Saturn come up on it again, January 12th and 13th, Mercury, the sun, Saturn and Pluto all join up and they are going to have their time together of understanding authority, ego, how things are the way they are, why the structure is the way it is and what we're doing to change it because that's the energy of Pluto. It will majorly shift our energy from one thing to another and we will go on in a new direction never to go back. So it is significant. And then having these planets right now, um, I think it is also very significant this time as it relates to um, January of this coming year because we are having these planets that are going to be on top of Saturn and Pluto really cooperating or connecting to each other and being a supportive ally or group around the shift that we're going to be making in the next year. So um, these next few weeks, and it was through around December 9th when uh, Mercury gets out of the shadow period, which means he finally clears all the retrograde de- degrees of Scorpio and gets back to the last degree of uh, of Scorpio before going into Sagittarius on the 10th. So, and I will double check that. You know, I like to be accurate. So yeah, it's the ninth. So Mercury goes in at 442 AM on the ninth to Sagittarius. So really um, the eighth is the last full day of having this shadow period. And then he moves on into the energy that he was aiming for on Halloween. So, what does that mean for Halloween? I know this is somewhat a second show following up last week's show because we did a whole show on Scorpio. But the Mercury retrograde, um, I may have touched on that last week, I don't remember. But that's really where we're headed this week in the astrology. And so, having Mercury go retrograde this week, um, we're going to feel that shift. It's going to be really emotional. You may end up more depressed, although you know having four planets in Scorpio, you may already be somewhat depressed and emotional currently. But Mercury retrograding means that there will be going back over of some energy that is coming up, and um, having the Moon conjunct Mercury this afternoon, it's a potential to hear about something that didn't go right. It could be accidents. It could be Um, aggressive behavior, verbally aggressive behavior, or hearing something that you didn't expect you were going to hear, actually exposing some kind of secret could definitely be on the agenda for today. Um, Emotions that we've hidden that can no longer be hidden can come out today. And um, definitely interactions between fathers, mothers, daughters, children, and siblings is highlighted. Um, if you have a lot of Leo in your chart, be cautious of what's going on with communications. Specifically, it is again I've mentioned this before. Late degree planets in Leo squaring late degree Scorpio planets is the energy of fraud and lying. It could be cheating, and it's not good energy. So um, today could also be a day that we find out more information of. Uh, covert actions and duplicity. So uh, just, yeah, today's a pretty big day with all this energy. It is also an 11 day, uh, two and nine, 29 equal 11. So 11 is a master number. It's a higher energy and um, whatever happens today definitely will have a connection to what's going to be happening in the future And also, this I have to use the uh, internet for my chart today, and there is no south and north node, but um, the north node is at 10 on this chart, and the south node is at 10 Capricorn, which means that it is also within five degrees of a sextile to the sun today, so um, definitely we have a lot of energy around restructuring and restructuring around your sense of self, and it is very profound and life-changing energy, so... Um, anyway, let's see what else we've got here going on. Uh, Neptune is also square, but just actually today is like one of the last, I would say the last day of a square of Jupiter to Neptune, thankfully, honestly, (laughs) um, because I've got Neptune right on my, uh, Chiron, which is a wounding where you have a wounding in your life. Neptune actually is a healer an energetic healer, a universally loving energy. So when it hits your Chiron, which is the people in the early to mid 60s, they will have Neptune on their Chiron right now. Retrograde means um, we're kind of having to face what is the true material reality of the situation. But when Neptune goes direct, what it does is it says, and that's the end of November, by the way, the last last couple days of November. It says, now I'm going to forgive it and move on and find the love and forgiveness. And so Neptune on your Chiron is a really wonderful energy. Uh, Not everybody gets that because Neptune is such a slow moving planet that, um, you know, you may not have the opportunity to heal that Chiron with Neptune, but there is always an opportunity to work your Chiron and your wounding with other planets and definitely having softer planets like Venus or Moon going over them can it can trigger them with people who are, you know, females or mothers or sisters, but it can also mean a loving energy is imparted to you. So anyway, let's see what else. Uranus is still retrograde. Uranus doesn't go direct until twenty twenty. And let me just check with the ephemeris in twenty twenty, see if I can find out for us when he goes back direct. I think it's in January. Yeah. January 11th, 10th, 11th. So we'll be feeling this kind of um, retrograde motion of Uranus usually acts more practical and, and less chaotic, which is the nature of Uranus. And in Taurus, it's about money. So it's about going back over finances, over old loves. What's the practical way of dealing with them? I would say it's probably more Saturnian. So, um, structured, looking at structures of your finances. And then when Uranus goes direct, he says, no, I want to be independent. I want to do my own thing. And it is about money and love. And you become a little more detached when it comes to whatever Taurus area is in your chart, whichever house Taurus rules, you can be more of a detached and aloof energy when he goes direct, which is January January is a story in and of itself, and we'll get to that in a couple months. Um, I'm going to try and – I have to buy a new – you all know I moved recently, and I bought a new ephemeris, and I can't find it, so I have to buy another one. Probably bought it during a Gemini period or a Mercury retrograde, my guess is. doing it over. Anyway, so just know also the last thing about Mercury retrograde is when whenever he goes retrograde – It is a period of do-over. We're in the shadow. So things that we did in the last few weeks, the last two and a half weeks, may have to be redone. Just a heads up. Anyway, um, I don't have anyone in the queue. So, well, I I take it back. I have people listening online, but nobody has raised their hand. If you want to get a reading today, you have to hit one. So I know you're open for me to call on you. Otherwise, I can't do that because I'm not going to call on you while you're just listening to the show. So um, let's see if there's anything else I can dig up here. Let's look at what else is going on this week. I didn't really get a chance to touch on that. So um, tomorrow we have a conjunction of Venus to Mercury at 6.05 p.m. So throughout the day, we're definitely going to have a building of communication. So this is like the last bit of interaction that Mercury has with Venus before he moves on to retrograde because he's going forward, Venus is going forward, she passes over him. And then at 1141 AM Pacific, oh no, excuse me, Eastern tomorrow Thursday, and then 841 AM Pacific, we have Mercury retrograde in uh, Scorpio. Honestly, for all of the fires in California, that could be really helpful because it means that there will be, um, well, Mercury can rule localized weather and wind and inclement weather. When it goes retrograde in Scorpio and it's moving away from Sagittarius, which is, of course, the fire energy, there could be rain. So I'm hoping by Thursday we'll have some rain in California because my heart goes out to everyone who has to deal with, I mean, basically this hell on Earth with all the fires and lack of humid or lack of um, water and electricity. And so that could be a positive thing, having that Mercury retrograde. We've got a conjunction of the moon to Sagittarius, Mars in Libra, or excuse me, (laughs) Ah, not conjunction, a sextile on Wednesday. So that is also transportation and travel. And Wednesday is the best day for travel. So if uh, things are upset today for your travel plans, tomorrow absolutely will happen to be a better day. And then Venus enters Sagittarius on Friday, All Saints Day. And so that is also more opportunity for travel for a few weeks while well, Venus is there. Let's just see how long Venus lasts. I think she's there for the whole month. Um, yeah, she gets into Sagittarius on the 2nd of November, or the first, what did I say? I'm reading two different ephemeris, ephemeris. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, Venus goes into Capricorn on the 26th of November. So she's got the whole month of November to be in travel mode into play. I've got on my ephemeris travel play, fun growth opportunities for a little blah, blah, boom. We've got old loves and older loves, meaning um, people from the past and people who are older than you coming into your life on Saturday with the moon in Capricorn. And that means the moon will also join up with Saturn at 3:29 a.m., and that's Eastern. And also join up with Pluto later in the day at 1.39 p.m. So the moon sextiles Mercury on the day, which is really interesting because the moon is joining Mercury today. And then by Saturday, the moon goes to um, Saturn. So Saturday, Saturn. And that means that there's definitely some information being imparted from What is potentially hidden, and I would say definitely if this relates to politics, um, whatever is expressed in closed doors, is going to be seen more in a larger systematic way on Saturday. So it basically spreads like wildfire, and I use the term uh, with respect towards California, but it is whatever goes on in private right now is going to be expressed and uh, really impactful come the weekend and then Sunday we've got a sense of detachment as the moon moves into Aquarius at 619 a.m. Eastern and 319 a.m. Pacific it means that unusual eccentric things can happen there's a sense of detachment weather will kick up moon in Aquarius is it can either be clear or windy weather or inclement uh, I mean basically it's wind so if we have little mini wind events, Mm -hmm. storms, tornadoes, things like that. Um, That's where it's coming from on the weekend, but definitely windier, cooler uh, for the beginning of next week. And we also have daylight savings time on Sunday. We have Halloween on Thursday and daylight savings time ends at 2 a.m. Sunday morning. So be sure to set your clocks. Let's see. Spring ahead, fall back, set them back. (laughs) And then uh, we'll be talking to you again early next week. So, let's see, Venus in conjunct Uranus on Monday, that says that there's going to be some upheaval in foreign markets, for those of you who follow um, finances. Yeah, Venus is money and Sagittarius is foreign energy in conjunct to Uranus and Taurus retrograde is uh, upheaval and unexpected things happening with the stock market and foreign affairs, foreign energy. So, yeah. Um, Let's see what time. I've got a couple minutes. We're going to take Karen. Let's see if I can do this. Here we go. Hello. It's Shelly. Hi. It's Hi. How are, you?
1: Yes, how are you?
0: Good. Good. Did you want yeah. a reading or you just want to chit-chat? Okay. Awesome. Tell me, the. well, are we doing you or something else? Oh, me always.
1: I'm, it's all about oh, okay. me. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't have you on this one, so we're gonna to have to go over your birth time again, if that's okay. 122, uh, all your
1: information. Hold oh, slow down. Slow down. Say
0: it again.
1: 1 January twenty-two. Uh huh. Fifty-four. One forty-five a.m.
0: Okay, slow down. Slow down, because it's harder for me to get it into the machine on this. Cause, I mean. Okay. it's it's digital and it gives you all the dates and then you have to like find it on the little thing. So it's not as quick as just typing it in. Okay. And what time again? 145 AM. 145 AM. Okay. Again. Okay. I'm sorry. Like I said, it's just a little fun.
1: S A L S B U R Y. S A L I S B U R Y.
0: Okay, S A L I S, and that's where?
1: Mm-hmm. North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, sorry. There we go. Okay, what can I do for you? Oh, just general stuff. You know, I stopped doing my blog the um, in August. Mm-hmm. The um, energy just got oh, okay. too weird, and I started feeling really, mm-hmm. really, really overwhelmed. And so yes. I haven't done it for three months, and I feel like I'm going to get back to it. You um, will. Work, work is weird. Uh, you know, new boss, mm-hmm. and it's great. And we're moving. And just mm-hmm. life in general is pretty, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me see.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you're sad. All the Scorpio, you probably know this because you do your own charts and everything, yeah. but all that Scorpio on your Saturn is in your house of work. So, of course, that's like the emotionalism, and that's really the place that the retrograde mercury is going to hit you. And because um, we're really – it's like the rubber band stretching to the end of its its ability to stretch, and then it comes back. So um, there is really this sense of inertia, this emotionalism that isn't culminating in a fulfilling energy yet, and that will happen – In December when Mercury gets out of your house of work but you will feel little respites from it because of course um, the other planets are going to be going into Sagittarius so like later today the moon gets into Sagittarius which will join up by tomorrow with your Venus later in the day and so that'll feel a little bit comfortable so if you want to put more energy into uh, play and uh, having someone else that you can go out and do something with it can get your mind off of things but Really your house of uh, work and then also uh, joint, well, partnerships, but joint finances, uh, commitments, things like that, the legalities, which you probably already know also because that's the house you've been getting hit, the eighth house you've been getting hit, the Scorpio house with all the Capricorn energy. So for you, this is really like probably the strongest time in your life of really dealing with the deeper emotional, dark, hidden things in your psyche and it's coming out in work so really um all of the scorpionic energy coupled with healing and health and um, medical energy and then work and service all that is combined for you because of the position of your chart with the i've got the gemini rising correct i just want to make sure that's correct right
1: no it's not gemini it's scorpio rising
0: Okay, so what did I do wrong on this? Oh, AM. You said 145 AM, didn't you? AM, yeah. Yeah, AM. Yeah, it
1: didn't go ready. in as AM. Yeah, that's
0: why. Okay, hang on a second. But Let me still, just back that up. I think what he, that
1: up. you said is pretty much on target regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, you know, because of Capricorn and Saturn, that's always work. It's always going to be career and um, how you look at systems. So... Um, you know, one second. I'm just gonna you know it's like uh doing this with your hands tied behind your back when you're on some other system than what you're used to. So
1: Ah uh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I haven't even looked at my chart. I I mean I'm serious. I haven't I haven't looked at it in really? a couple of months. So yeah. I just, oh, you're
0: kidding.
1: Wow. I I'm not, not no no well, kidding it, a bit.
0: <laughs> wow, no, if you're looking at uh, Scorpio Rising, sorry I forgot that because we share that. But um, Yeah, I'm yeah, looking at it right it's, now it's, on my
1: chart, so I can see.
0: Yeah, okay. It's really uh, kind of an intense emotional time right now, especially around um, like how you express yourself. I mean, everybody's feeling this right now. I think um, of really this like inertia is the best way to explain it, and that we and it's like an emotional inertia. It's like it's just not going where you want it to go, right? And, and so, mm-hmm. okay, so Scorpio rising, everything's in Scorpio and your first has on your Saturn. And then of course, Mars, when I look at uh, charts, and I read charts for career, Mars is the engine, Saturn is the structure, it's like Saturn is the vehicle you're within, like, okay, this is my vehicle for life. And Mars is the engine. So you have both of them in Scorpio. And of course, you've got these other four planets and light, the sun and moon are light. So sun, moon, Mercury, and Venus are all transiting your Saturn and Mars. Of -hmm. course, your workplace, of course, your drive and your energy is going to be affected. And then your natal chart has a 29 um, Venus and Capricorn. So of course, Mercury rubber banding to 29, it's going to be really just touching that, hitting your Venus. And what's your desire? You know, what's the structure of money and love and your desires and where you want that to be. So yeah, your chart's really going to get triggered next year, Karen. It's like when Saturn goes into Aquarius, it hits your sun and then it moves on to your Mercury before it retrogrades in the summer. And, and then it's going to retrograde back on your Venus. So um, this is really speaking your truth and you are absolutely awakening to having, you can't hold back anymore because your son Mercury is going to be hit with that Saturn next year. And it's like, no, it's time to really express who you are. And if that's astrology, because the sun and Aquarius, Mercury and Aquarius in the house of communication, I mean, is that your book? Are you going to write a book on astrology? Which would be awesome. That would be so cool, you know? I
1: don't, I'm, not but that, I'm not that skilled yet. <laughs> why I, I don't know, you, girlfriend. Because-
0: Oh, but you know what, even I would consult an astrologer, because it helps to get another perspective, even if, I mean, I've done yeah. this, literally, I started studying at 12. So I've done this for 42 years.
1: And yeah. I mean,
0: I don't say that number out loud very often. but It's a long yeah. time. So, but even at 42 years, there's still stuff to learn, you know, and there's still other people's perspective on how the energies integrate. And there are things, I mean, I, that's what I love about astrology is you always are able to learn, you know, there's yeah. never something not to learn because they're always moving. There's always new entities in the sky getting found and they interact with us in different ways. And every time something new is found, and I don't, I don't really think I've ever talked about this either, the moment that they discover a new body in the heavens, that energy of the other, of what's going on with the other planets, the integration becomes like a photograph and a birth for that planet. So it influences us in a way that is colored by the moment in time that it's discovered. So, um, and that happens a lot with the asteroids. You know, I talked about Mm -hmm. Anne Ortley and, you know, she talks a lot more about the asteroids. She's really into that. And I love listening to her because I've learned so much about that. But um, the asteroids, when they're discovered, it's kind of like, Oh, this one was discovered in a time of angst. And, the people who discovered it were uh, mostly men with this mindset of uh, war at the time. So that discovery had infused war onto that asteroid. So whenever that asteroid uh, makes its way through something, then war is likely, you know, so it's really an interesting, fascinating thing of how energy is imbued into what we interpret the planets as being in the lights and asteroids and every energy that we study in astrology. So anyway, I got off on a tangent. But, um, I'm yeah, I'm That's running fine. out of time. So did I answer your question, or did you want a little more You did.
1: You did. I'll have to okay. have to get you to get get me more into next year and what I see. What mm-hmm. you're now that I'm looking at my chart, though, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no wonder. It's no wonder I feel so so overwhelmed right mm-hmm. now. And interestingly,
0: uh, I also listened to this other YouTuber, a really great YouTuber. Her name is Amanda Ellis, E-L-L-I-S. And she does, uh uh, it's called Angelic Celestial Colors, which is ironic because I find a lot of commonality with her and her company starts with Angelic also. But if you look up Amanda Ellis on YouTube, she's so phenomenal. She's a wonderful uh, psychic and medium and does uh, cards and she works with color and color sprays and, She's been talking about uh, energy right now is very much like a passive energy that we're in a low, we're exhausted, we're wiped out, and it's because we're coming up on this new push towards, um, you know, the next phase, which is really aligning us to where we need to be. So I would look into YouTube and to look at her videos. They're really great, especially one she just posted yesterday. Um, It's about energy, so... I,
1: anyway, I I've got to do go. This. Yeah, good. Do you, have you have you checked out um, Boaz Filer? The Israeli what is it? guy, Boaz Boaz Filer. He's an Israeli guy. I have not. I'll, wow, on Facebook. Well, I'll, you I'll 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 Go on Facebook. Yeah, put you it on name. my page
0: on Facebook, and I'll look into it. Okay.
1: I will. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Shelly.
0: Well, good talking okay. to you, Karen. You're welcome you, to care. you too. Bye. Okay. Talk to you again soon. Bye, bye. Okay, that's the show for today. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you next week. Be safe through this Mercury retrograde. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com t-r-a-c-e-y-l-a-n-d dot music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show for more info on my art go to shelleyoverton.com that's s-h-e-l-l-e-y o-b-e-r-t-o-n dot com merch and other astrological art can be found at astroart.net to purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes
1: at Astro Energy
0: Astrology Show.